Hello there, and thanks for taking time out of your busy day to listen to Up in Flames. I'm your host, but more importantly, your advocate, Abby Bolt. Now, I created Up in Flames as an effort to stoke a few fires and ignite moral courage in the workplace and beyond. Here, we'll discuss leadership challenges and solutions that apply not only in our professional cultures, but throughout society as a whole. To my patrons and those of you out there who have been so kind as to leave a review, where you listen to podcasts or even send me an email sharing your experience, you've proven to me that this is all worth it. You might be wondering what Patreon is. Well, patreon.com is a place for creators like me to be supported by folks out there like you who believe in what the creators are doing. You can become a patron for as little as a buck. That's less than gas station coffee. That helps cover monthly production costs of Up in Flames. And I'd rather be powered by those I serve then product ads any day. The even greater value in it is the nod from you guys that tells me I'm on the right track. Up in Flames patrons also have input on the show episode, so join us and be part of the journey. If you're curious about other creative efforts I'm up to, check out abbybolt.com. There you'll find resources we talk about here and on my other podcast, Her Brotherhood, where we celebrate triumph over tragedy. And with that, Let's get on to today's episode about humility. Humility may not be what you think it is. There's a difference between a boss and a leader. While both are in charge of a mission, a leader shares the glory and is excellent at giving others credit where due. Though it may seem counterintuitive, humility takes more confidence than basking in the spotlight. Your subordinates, supervisors, and peers will appreciate it. An entrepreneur article that I have linked in the show notes helped me better understand the concept of how humility complements leadership. One of the challenges in proposing a power in humility is that many of us associate it with weakness and an inability to stand up for ourselves. But humility, as it turns out, has nothing to do with weakness, precisely because it requires a substantial inner strength to embody one that not only welcomes feedback and criticism, but knows that it's one of the fundamental ways we can grow. In this way, the ability to ruthlessly self-reflect and accurately see our limitations as much as our strengths is essential to reaping the benefits of humility. Let's talk about how to spot humility. Whether we like it or not, those around us can see our humility, or lack thereof, far better than we can. Specific scenarios will quickly highlight our strength of character or betray a pridefulness that disguises insecurity. Some situations to consider when evaluating a leader's humility include, but of course aren't limited to, the following. Number one, when they are being celebrated, are they boastful and take all the credit or conscious of the full range of elements and individuals that have caused the success? Number two, when they are being criticized, Are they self-confident enough to receive feedback and learn from it while honoring themselves in the process, or do they resist, defend their position, and push back? Number three, when they are engaged in competition, do they respect their opponents and see the opportunity to engage with them as a valuable learning experience from which to grow, or are they ruthless and disrespectful? Number four, When they are in a momentary or prolonged position of heightened strength or heightened weakness, are they graceful to those lower on the hierarchy 
and receptive to those higher on the hierarchy without feeling that doing either somehow takes something away from them. In each of these scenarios, a leader will be triggered into revealing their level of humility by being asked a very specific question in various ways, one that we find at the very root of humility, and that's how comfortable are you with power in yourself and others? The degree to which leaders have grown in a mature relationship with both sides of the coin of power, having it and not having it, will be clearly illustrated in how they conduct themselves in response to it. Humility reflects a relaxed posture in relation to power, while arrogance will betray an immaturity and awkwardness in the face of it. Now, the takeaway from all this is when leaders live from a strong, humble center of gravity, they're naturally perceived as more honest, trustworthy, and capable. Because humility prevents excessive self-focus, it also allows leaders to develop deeper perspectives in their relationships, which makes them more perceptive and capable of anticipating the future. They're not fooled by what they see on the surface and are able to perceive behind the curtain of individuals and whole systems. In this way, humility is a treasure that leaders can only receive once they've taken the journey into the very heart of who they are. There's an old saying that seems to capture it. A pseudo-leader always leaves you with a feeling of their greatness, while an authentic leader always leaves you with a feeling of your greatness. I would love to hear your thoughts on humility and perhaps a few experiences from your life. A great way to do that is on Facebook, on my Abby Bolt Leads with Fire page, or on the Up in Flames podcast page. The episode will be posted there for comment. And of course, I ever so humbly ask that you leave a review of my efforts on your podcast player of choice. It really helps the mission and guides others to it as well. If you know someone else who may appreciate it, be sure to share the episode with them by sending a link. And don't forget, the Up in Flames mission is no ordinary challenge. It's a culture shifting project powered by you. It's you who makes this all possible. All I need is to cover actual production costs. There's no profit from this effort. The gain for me is a deep feeling of accomplishment, knowing I'm serving others, even if that means stirring up a little controversy. So to keep Up in Flames going strong, check out the show notes or hit the link at the top of abbybolt.com to become a patron. Patrons get special access to behind-the-scenes info, backstories, content no one else knows about, not to mention early access to many episodes. Oh, and a little side note. If you listen closely in the background now and then, you may hear a big old Great Pyrenees barking while on livestock duty or the far whinnying of a quarter horse looking for her buddies on the mountain. If you ever catch one of those sounds in an episode, send me a comment and let me know. I would love to know what you hear and if you can identify which one of the silly animals it was. The reason I tell you this is I'm usually recording from my home office, which I've been calling Little House on the Bolt Ranch Studio. It's filled with unpredictable animals. But you know what? There's no place else I'd rather be. Now, go forth, lead with fire, and remember, choose the hard right over easy silence.